And we are live with Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest Nintendo news and talk about the games we are playing. Today's going to be a fun show. We're going to talk about the remaining games in 2022 because surprisingly, even though we're mid-November right now, there's still some heavy hitters on the way that I'm pretty damn excited about. And it's actually kind of strange to have so many awesome games this late in the year. It seems like it's starting to become the norm. But with me today is, as always, Mary Stowe, social media manager and host here at Destructoid. With her is John Frischa, indie developer and managing editor at The Escapist. With him is Brett Larson, the King Daddy Dilf of the podcast. And right beside him, or slightly on his lap, is Greg Bargus, PC Invasion writer and streamer over at Dynamite Drive. <laughs> and lastly, we have Eric on the ones and twos streaming the show live from his supercomputer. Thank you, Eric, for being the master behind this show. Now, guys. Did you just say slightly on his lap? Yes. Did you mean to say that? <laughs> well, how would I accidentally I was, say that? Like, I, I, what? Thought you meant, I, I thought you meant slipped. to say slightly on his. I thought you meant to say slightly on his left and accidentally said lap. So I no, I, I meant left. Yeah. Slipped. That's how I got on his lap. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. So I wanted to do an opening topic today, talking about the upcoming games that are still left in the year, because it seems like like video games have been kind of crazy lately for like the past few weeks. We've gotten Call of Duty, Bayonetta. We just recently got apparently a 10 out of 10 game pentiment along with somerville along with pokemon in just a few days which we're going to talk about it just seems like there's so many games coming out so i wanted to highlight the rest of the games coming out this year first let's hop on in to pokemon scarlet and violet coming out later this week on november 18th now we've obviously talked about these games a lot on the show most of the time we're just trashing them let's be honest but i wanted to bloody you know, left to go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i wanted to go down the line because i personally have finally decided that i don't think i'm going to pick this game up at launch oh. I, it's it's the first pokemon game in freaking since the switch came out I, I i believe that i have not bought it at launch and i think it's because three mainline games and one in the span of 12 months is just too much for me like i love pokemon but there's so many other games coming out right now where it's like do i even have the time or the urge to play pokemon right now with all these other games and my honest answer is I don't think I do. Unless it comes out and gets like rave reviews that are just absolutely like, this is the brand new future you know for Pokemon. It's incredible. If that happens, then maybe I'll, I'll, I'll have FOMO and I'll be like, yes, I'm going to buy it. I'm an idiot. This, this game is the second coming. It's yes. literally <laughs> Jesus in digitized form. <laughs> exactly. I, I saw that game's coming out. I am Jesus Christ. Looks oh, yeah. I saw that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, so I wanted to go down the line. I think I already know Brett Larson's answer, which is he has no interest in Pokemon at all. <laughs> and probably John's as well. But John and Brett, share your thoughts a little bit on like how you're feeling about Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet. And do you feel like there's sort of a, not much hype as usual with, with, a, with a new Pokemon game? Because that's what I'm feeling a little bit. Mm, well, so, I, think, so my- I think there's a lot of hype, actually. But hmm. go ahead, Brett. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I was, I was, I was just gonna say real quickly, Brett. Be honest. The only reason you're not getting it at launch is because last week I said I'm not gonna split it with you. Exactly, and, and I actually asked, I actually asked Greg. Uh, I think it was today. I said, Hey, do you want to go have these on Pokemon? I refuse to spend sixty dollars right now on Pokemon. I was like, like, I just don't want did, to. Did he mean to text me? <laughs> I thought for some reason that you were a, like somewhat of a Pokemon fan. I, I hadn't realized that you did not play any of them. <laughs> 
if, if Arceus hadn't come out, if Arceus hadn't come out so recently, I would actually probably do it because I'm all for still splitting games because I still, I may be lying to myself, but I still think at some point I'm going to play some of these that I split and then just like have in my library and haven't touched yet. So I yeah, do. That's a but lot like, too. But, but for me, I know that if I'm going to play any Pokemon, it's going to be Arceus. So I, it would just be a waste for me to even purchase it, to be honest. But yeah, man, it's um, I, like John said, I think, uh, I think Pokemon fans are excited about it still, but uh, it just still is so odd to me that there's another Pokemon title out. And how long ago was Arceus? Five months ago? Like and nine. Didn't we talk about there was there was a, okay, so it was uh, that was a little bit longer, but there was another game January, between right? those too, wasn't it? Oh, it was like eleven. Yeah, that's ago. true. That was that mm-hmm. was right at the beginning of the year. Never mind. So there was something in between those two. There was a Arceus remake that came out um, was, right before right. Arceus. Yeah, it was like November twenty twenty one. So literally in this in the span of twelve months, mm-hmm. we've gotten three mainline Pokemon games. One of them being a brand new direction, and the other one being a remake, and then this new one being a, a, a sort of a combination of old and new. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just, just a lot, that, you know. But they, they've done three Pokemon games in a year, and the team that did Gotham Knights, it took them ten years to get, to, 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 <laughs> to do put out one game. Straight duty bomb, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, I believe the remake was done by a different studio, the one uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes. But That's right. still, still, it's still too much Pokemon in the span of twelve months, in my opinion. It, it used to feel more special. Like I was saying, I think last episode, like it, there wasn't always a new Pokemon game every single year. There used to be gaps, like believe it or not, there, there wasn't always a remake that came out in a year. There wasn't always a brand new generation. We used to have full on gaps in, in years, like sometimes two years, three years, but or there'd at least be like a, like a Pokemon yellow sort of deal. Yeah. Or that, you know, which yeah. is honestly, I'm surprised I didn't end up doing that with, uh, which ones was it? Uh, Sword and Shield. Yeah, Sword and Shield. I'm surprised they didn't doing like Pokemon Armor or something. Gun. I don't know. <laughs> Pokemon Gun. <laughs> there was that one newspaper, and I forget was it like South America, where like they they got the wrong like they believed just random info on the internet, so they published that Pokemon Gun was coming. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Sword and Shield. <laughs> that, that is, is hilarious. Yeah, we missed out. Yes. But, but yeah, I just don't. I, I just don't get how like they cannot be like self aware that like with anything, you know. I I hate how that's like the mentality now, especially like Call of Duty. Um, you know the the mentality is like, oh, you love this thing. Here's like fifty thousand more of the same in the same year. I hope you buy. But at them least, all. but at least we're only getting one game though in the span of a year. <laughs> you know, like you're only getting one release. Yeah, you're getting. Yeah, but it's still season passes, and you're yeah, getting but, like the new. Mm-hmm. For like Call you of put Duty, yourself into a corner though. You have to only buy and play that one every year. Yeah. I mean, you could still play the old one if you want, but I feel like with Call of Duty, as someone who 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 plays the campaign and they usually plays multiplayer for like a month before I'm done. By the time the next one rolls around the next year, I'm actually like, yeah, all right, oh, yeah, I'm ready for another Call of Duty. But with Pokemon, it's it's more of a dedication to play through a, like a full Pokemon game. So by the time another Pokemon game rolls around and it's only been 11 months and then before that, it's only been like two months before the remake. It's like I just I don't I feel like I don't want to play a Pokemon game right now. I think I'd rather just play through one of the the, the very many JRPGs in my backlog that are amazing that I know or that I'm going to love, whereas I'm probably not going to love this new Pokemon, if I'm being honest. Oh, 
Ouch. Uh, I'm disgusted and hurt. This franchise means so much to me. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, I in a way this this might end up being kind of like like the the limit case for what Pokemon can do. Like the fact that we've had so many in close proximity and yet aside from perhaps Arceus itself, like this kind of looks like maybe the most appealing Pokemon's been in a while. Like the fact that it's like genuinely doing an open world now, like Will it be like a good, successful open world? I have no idea. But like this is like the so-called dream of open world Pokemon that people have been clamoring for. So that for might sure. be able to mitigate the fact that we've gotten so much in such a small window. Um, and also, I mean, I don't know how many of these people there actually are, but I'm sure there was some contingent of people that were like, oh, I don't like Arceus because it's not regular Pokemon. So like to those yeah. people, like they're probably like extra hyped for Scarlet and Violet, but like finally now they have their quote unquote new Pokemon at last after like two years or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the one thing that no matter what happens, it's going to sell gangbusters. Like we're not idiots. Yeah. We, yeah. we recognize P- that. Please even... let it be known that yeah. we know it's going to sell good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like, and it's that's why it won't kids. ever change. You guys don't right. that. <laughs> yeah. That's why it won't change. The comments are all that's the first thing they point out is that it's gonna sell like a mi- i know that yeah. right. talking yeah. from yeah. a an artist a creator's perspective yeah. change is good new ideas is good i don't think that if they if they never changed anything it's gonna continue to sell amazing yeah. we understand that but we're, yeah. but we're wanting change we're wanting like better visuals all that stuff it doesn't mean that we don't know that it's it's not like Pokemon's dying. We don't think Pokemon is dying. So look, right. just to make like it clear, a, like any right. Marvel movie, any Marvel movie is going to sell well besides Morbius, and you know <laughs> yeah. people are yeah. still going to buy. It. But <laughs> it, it's thing, like you but... you're allowed to have a critical eye and observe things about this franchise or changes that need to be made or things that people want because, I mean, at the end of the day, there's still room for Pokemon to grow in some to evolve. I guess you could say, but you know, like Mr. Never played a, Mr. Never played a Pokemon game before. It just seems like this, the same though, you know, as, as many times as we have this conversation, it's like the same topics that keep coming up though. So yeah, I just 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 always move on. I just always use this, this same like uh, comparison to like Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed did what it did for so long that it became stale. And I think people, uh, to a certain degree started voting with their wallets with Assassin's Creed because the numbers were decreasing and and the scores were were getting lower other than the last one of like the old classic Assassin's Creed what was that and that one was really well uh, critically received which one was Syndicate Syndicate that one did really well uh um critically but uh it didn't make a lot of money so then they kind of went back to the drawing board, took a couple of years off and came back. And like this new formula, I personally am totally on board with. I know some people don't love the new formula, but I like it. But but sometimes it takes that going back to the drawing board and coming back and just changing enough about the game that you love to reinvent it. And and it sounds like they may be doing that with Call of Duty to a certain degree. I know we're t- they're taking at least one year off that we know of. So we'll see how much they really change things or if it's just like, they're kind of just, you know, trying to retool a little bit, but uh, I just think it would do us some good to take some time away and and like make some significant changes and come back and just see how it goes. But isn't that a rumor right happen. now? A new premium Call of Duty in twenty twenty three? Well, it's, yeah, so, 
they they phrased it that way, but Jason Schreier says that it's it's basically just going to be like a really really big DLC for Modern Warfare Two. That right. it will not like be that, a brand new game. Like like maybe it's possible it could be like a standalone somehow. But like Schreier so it's going to be like a continuation of. Yeah, yeah. That. It'll basically just be like an extension of you know, like a, a premium extension of yeah. Because like Whatever it's it's hard is. because like I haven't bought, I can't remember the last Call of Duty I bought, but even like Vanguard, Cold War, those are all still recent Call of Duty games. Like I don't, I don't feel They're like ancient. I'm... Yeah, those are <laughs> old. in the past. Those are, yeah, year those, old. Those are long ago. Put, Put a nail in the coffin. Those fuckers are dead, man. <laughs> It'd be different <laughs> if Call of Duty. You could like if it took like a long time to beat the campaigns and st- and to like, but like uh, I don't know. I just feel like I'm ready for a new Call of Duty every every time one comes out. But that's with... that's I... one. Sorry, John. I'll make it quick. I I went to New York Comic Con. Uh... I guess this was last year. Yeah, I think it was last year. And they were talking about Call of Duty Vanguard. And it was it was a panel that had the writers of the game there. And they were talking about how much they loved creating those characters in that world. And that they had the story plans for the next two games. And they were really passionate about it. And then the game comes out. And like everybody was like, this story sucks. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. That's got to be just demoralizing. Like, yeah, so I was like, wow. So... I bet these Jeez. guys feel really good about the fact that they're probably never going to write these sequels that they want to do. Uh, <laughs> like, man, that sucks. That's, that yeah, sucks. So. Mary, hype level on Pokemon. Are you buying it? No, yes. No. Nope. You're not? <laughs> Ouch. And don't you I, usually buy them? I bought the Diamond Pearl remakes, hated it, and then I never <laughs> bought Arceus. And then I was just like, I don't know. I haven't felt the hype. Like, the Pokemon are cute. I'm excited about those. But I don't have a desire to play it. Like I think it looks boring. I think the terrestrializing thing is stupid. Oh, it looks stupid to me. Too, I think yeah. they're running out of gimmicks, and I'm like, I think they're running out of ideas. Basically, it sucks. <laughs> it kind of sucks that I know this game's gonna end up selling like better than all the previous ones because it's because it's so different that mm. even even though it's basically the same but it's a it's an open world and it's the the traditional yeah. uh, gyms and stuff so people are going to like be like oh my god they're going back to like gyms and it's open world and everyone's going to be excited but i kind of wish just one year a pokemon game would just sell really bad so the game freak really has to go back to <laughs> that's the what i'm saying like yeah, like, vote with your wallet. like like anthem with bioware Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about Anthem. Well, for, yeah, we don't talk about Anthem. <laughs> well, for real though, I remember I remember the stories. Like, uh, honestly, these were probably like Schreier Kotaku articles from back in the day, um, where when Dragon Age Inquisition came out and everybody really liked it. Apparently, the Bioware staff was like kind of like dismayed about it because like they crunched so hard on it and like almost killed themselves getting that game done and when mm-hmm. the game was a big success they were like ah oh, crap so what this justifies like this death march that we <laughs> yeah. went on so then they went and did it all again with anthem and that was finally the straw that broke the camel's back when the thing just yeah. turned out to be kind of garbage i just gotta I say <laughs> with, pretty game though with inquisition that game was loved when it came out now yeah, everyone hates it. It seems like that's yeah. that's what it seems like. Yeah, it won, everyone's like it won I game of the year like, the year it came yeah. out. Now it's like that game's too bloated. The story sucks. Blah blah blah. I'm like, guys, this game was really good. Like, oh, yeah, it was, yeah, that was a good game. 
Dragon Age <laughs> 2 sucks. Yeah. Game that two I was doesn't suck. To. Exactly. Garbage. <laughs> Total garbage that I played nonstop till I beat it. I think I just think 2 was very interesting. I don't think it sucked. I think it just wasn't what I was expecting. Well, it was just rushed is the problem. Definitely. It's going and, through those same two side dungeons over yeah, and but, over. But yeah. the way they had to build a game around only having two side dungeons was really interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole game takes place in a town, basically. Yeah. Like no, all the story, a- all the side quests, you're running around this town for the most part. Yeah, very good concept. Just like very rushed execution to go with it. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah. faster to say it was garbage. Yeah, exactly. Dra- Dra- Dragon Age Inquisition won so many awards. Yeah, it won game of the year. Four, five, yeah. six, I, I if... seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve awards. Yeah, I wonder incredible. if that's more a product of the competition from that year, though, because I don't remember there being like any like crazy releases that year. Was that was twenty fourteen. Right? Was was that, was, that the year that was twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen? It was twenty fourteen. Uh, yeah, PS4 launched 2014, and the, there was like oh, 2013. As far as like exclusives from them, they had like Second Son, like Infamous Second Son, and that was Killzone. Bayonetta 2 came out that year. That should have won Game of the Year. So yeah, I mean, okay. there was no, there wasn't like any like mind-numbing games that came out that year. So I, th- I think, I think that's something that I actually looked up recently. 2014 is always talked about as being like so bad, but I believe after I went down the list, I was like. It was a pretty good year. And then I went to 2015. That was a really bad that year. That was a bad year. Yeah, you, me and you talked about this. I remember that conversation. I think there's like two notable games in 2015. <laughs> um, but, I mean... Maybe we could make that a podcast episode someday. What was the crappiest <laughs> year of like... Actually, I, I take it, it back. I'm getting it mixed up. I think it was 2016. Yeah, I'm 2015 getting... is The Witcher 3 and Metal Gear and Soul Bloodborne. 5. That was a yeah. fantastic garbage. I take it back. It, I think it, it yeah. might be 2016. <laughs> let me let me look up that. It was one of those. No, games. it might yes, be. No, it was 2016. No, it was, no, it was 2016. 2016 is terrible. This is the most notable games. Overwatch, Uncharted 4, Titanfall yeah. 2, oh, I guess wow. Dark Souls 3 as well, Good. Doom, but after that, it's like the rest are just all indies or which there's nothing wrong with any. I'm not saying there is, but it's there's there's Garbage. no like heavy hitters or anything yeah. crazy. 2016 was the was the actual worst year for gaming. <laughs> huh. I mean, any year you have where Overwatch wins Game of the Year, just fucking tighten the noose immediately. <laughs> Damn. Well, it was new at the time. I mean, yeah. I don't think it was any bad year. Like I'm I'm going down the list. I'm seeing games that are great. Like I no, mean, there's some good stuff. I, mean, I, I, liked, I loved uh, uh, the Last Guardian. I loved Gears Four. Last Guardian. Um, I loved uh, Twilight Princess Port on Wii U. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Most underrated Zelda, apparently. It is. I apparently. wish people loved that. <laughs> I man, no one was talking about that port because no one ever loves Twilight Princess. It just doesn't get the love it deserves. I Mary, I still think it's again. so weird. That you genuinely think that people love Twilight Princess yes! when I'm all I hear, all <laughs> I hear, gonna... is hate. All I hear game. is love. <laughs> Comparatively, it sold super well when it originally came yeah. out because it came off of Wind Waker, and there were all the babies going like, "Wind Waker, we want something serious." There's a Wii launch title, and then it right. was released on GameCube like a month later. So it was I like had both platform. versions. 
I had it on the Wii, and as I said, like I played a couple hours, and I was just bored out of my mind and never touched it again. So. Damn, man. <laughs> you got to go back one of these yeah. days when it's ported to Switch. Come on. Get get through the first few hours. If, if it's like actually bundled with Wind Waker, I would consider it. But hmm. we shall see. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, the next game on the list. <laughs> We're done talking about Pokemon coming out in a few days, basically, which is crazy. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, three days. <laughs> I'm not getting it. Dude, I, there's too many games right now. Pentiment, freaking Somerville. I'm at the very end of Xenoblade. Are you really like, going to play Pentiment, though? Yeah. It's Obsidian. <laughs> I'm at least going to try it. Really? I was right. waiting for that from someone. <laughs> it's Obsidian. I'm at least going to try it for sure. And, and I, I looked at the... Uh, I'm at least going to try it for sure. I try. I mean, I read the um, the ESRB rating just because I was like, I wonder how dark this game gets, and it, it looks like some pretty messed no, up shit in the game. It's like some straight up Game of Thrones shit. Like, it didn't say like decapitations and like yeah, there's like uh, like the, so all kinds of crazy like stuff I can't even say on the podcast because we'll get demonetized. Yeah, like, I was just gonna say it, but I was like, I probably should hold back. On yeah, it. yeah, hold back, hold back. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm actually pretty interested in that. If it's like a game where it's like an adventure game and I don't know where to go at all, I might just play through it with a guide just to see what the story is. Because Obsidian, they don't they don't fail. I mean, have you played the Stick of Truth, South Park? Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on to Midnight Suns, the next game on our list, coming out December second on all platforms. Is anyone excited for Marvel's it's Midnight Suns? Not on Sun? all platforms. Oh yeah, the Switch version got delayed. My bad. Well, I think. Uh, I oh think yeah, and the PS4 gen, and Xbox yeah, One. Yeah, yeah. Yes, my so bad. Only, only oh. new gen and like PC. So it's coming to Switch next year, maybe even the year Probably. after if we're lucky. It's <laughs> at <laughs> it, 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 so, some point forgetting last gen, and we can we can call things on all platforms yeah. going for go forward. Yeah. Will be the norm, but we're not there but yet. So. When it comes out, though, it's gonna look like marvel ultimate alliance but like the ps2 version yep Jesus. exactly <laughs> i mean i don't know I, I'm, I, I can't believe it's native um that's surprising just like hogwarts both native switch games well but they, we have yet to see what hogwarts legacy looks like yeah on the yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we already know john we've we've said this it's gonna yeah. be the fucking lego lego harry potter, uh, harry potter. <laughs> no it's gonna be the ps2 harry potter sorcerer's stone game it's gonna oh, be, yeah it's yeah gonna the reuse PS2 those graphics right. yeah <laughs> like, and they're not gonna draw any attention to it they're just gonna be like here it is you guys have waited patiently and we thank you here it is uh, <laughs> like nominee for game of the year 2023 buy it while you can God. <laughs> Speaking Man. of Game of the Year stuff, we're actually going to get that to that later in the show. So we got to get through this list. Marvel Midnight Suns. Um, I'm, I'm I'm hyped for this one, actually. I think I am, too. If, yeah, if Brett's yeah. willing to go have these, I might end up getting it. <laughs> oh, my God. But if he's not, I might wait for a sale. Do we know yeah. if it's like a, what, $40 game or what? Uh, no, it's, it's, six, it's, it's probably yeah, 60 or 70 so It's a full yeah, price? It's okay. got to be a full price game, yeah. I mean, it's more... It's the XCOM people. Brett, I'm not sure how like up-to-date you've been on this game, but it seems like there's a lot to it. Like, there's all types of different characters. Like, you you, you have, like, a home base where you, like, form, your, uh, you f- form relationships with them, and it actually affects, like, the battlefield and, and like, certain moves you unlock. Kind of like Persona. Um so that sounds really cool to me. Like you, you have these relationships with Marvel characters. Unfortunately, you can't romance anybody, but I'm sure you can be really yeah. good friends, <laughs> and um, you can be friend zoned by uh, Spider Gwen. I don't know. I couldn't think of anyone. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's it looks like it's pretty deep. So yeah, I'm pretty interested. John, I, thoughts? I uh, I've actually never played an XCOM game because like when strategy games are like really hard strategy RPGs, like I just typically don't bother playing them because like yeah, I'd rather just play something that doesn't make me feel bad about myself. Right. But uh, <laughs> this game, well, we don't actually know what its difficulty level is yet because it's something new. Um, but like it just it actually looks fun. Like a lot of people were so turned off when it turned out this game is going to be card based combat. And I was among them. But then when they actually released like, I don't know, like a 20 minute video, just sort of like showing off what the game actually looks like. I thought it looked pretty fun. Like, And I the think card stuff doesn't seem Marvel that. Adventure. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Uh, the card stuff doesn't seem that crazy it seems like it's pretty simple when it comes to the card system it's yeah. it's basically XCOM with marvel characters but there's also a card system that like introduced as well yeah i think they said that there's like i don't know like three or four different types of cards and you, you play them and you know that's the game like i'm like cool all right hmm. <laughs> like, and i could be wrong but i think this is technically spider-man's grand return to the xbox platform because it's the first <laughs> game that he's been on xbox i'm surprised oh, spider-man's not a playstation exclusive in this game um so <laughs> yeah oh, if, man. if you xboxers want spider-man you finally got him in midnight suns yeah gosh you got <laughs> me thinking now what's the last time spider-man was on there was um amazing spider-man oh, 2 yeah um when <clears> did um that that uh unless there. you kind of like lego games that, that's probably been sooner but probably no i was thinking Xbox of, uh, of fortnite that's a good one wait where is it eric's right he's he's in fortnite so yeah, i take it all back true. Oh, <laughs> but he's we just a skin fortnite doesn't count. Is a, he doesn't yeah, count cares about it's that. just a stupid skin <laughs> okay I, so his his most recent Xbox game was probably actually Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, which nobody played. Yes, that sounds right. <laughs> so there we go. I oh, actually was interested in seeing what that game's story was like because I heard it was insane. Yeah, that that does sound fun, like Mega Man X hanging out with Captain Marvel and crap. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're never gonna find out. We're not gonna no, spend. No, we're time not gonna to play, play it. it. <laughs> I don't. I haven't even played the actual good Capcom. fighting game stories that I have. Like right. I own, I own the Mortal Kombat games. I own the Injustice games, and I just, I start I, the story, and then I'm just like, eh. yeah. Yeah. Every year, Dragon Ball Fighters will go on sale along with one season of the DLC, and because of all of these Christmases. I own like the entire game and I've never played it for longer than like 10 <laughs> minutes. Like I don't I don't think I've ever gotten out of the training mode, but I own everything. I have Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. Like <laughs> it's all there. Just haven't played it. But you're but you're happy knowing it's there. Kind of like Netflix. Like you don't exactly. use it that much, but it's there and you're exactly. happy knowing. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like that kind of <laughs> Dragon Ball fan. I just like knowing I've got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can um, that. But yeah, Marvel's Midnight Suns looks pretty interesting. I'm excited for it. If if Brett goes halvesies, I'm buying it day one. If not, I'll probably wait for a sale. Um, yeah. I just I just want to know like how difficult it's going to be because like John said, like games like this, if they're super difficult or just like make you feel like an idiot and they get frustrating, and I'm just like fuck it. It's like Mario plus rabbits. Like I don't play those games either because I know that like he gets like there's a super high difficulty spike and it like it's a it, to me that's a turnoff in a game like that but 
Well, maybe they'll have like the just, where you can just like probably experience have easy mode. the story mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the I'm story saying. does look kind of deep. So it does. I I don't like yeah, that your character cool. is is a created character. I kind of just wish you could just play as one of the heroes and didn't have this random character. But it's like the Mortal Kombat movie that just came out. They just yeah. made up like a random dude. Cole, like, why could the, the movie have been around about Scorpion or Sub Zero? Why did it have to be some made up dude? Like, what the hell? Yeah, do you remember his, yeah. his superpower was Nike Under Armour with a police baton? What were they thinking? Uh, he, he, sponsors. Like, he, he literally has sponsors. Armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he he. He felt like exactly what he was. Like he felt like a fan fiction insert character. Where like, like, oh, I, this is one thing I can honestly say I never did. But it's really popular in like fan fiction written by young people to like insert yourself into the story and then make yourself amazing. <laughs> it kind of felt like that with this Cole character in Mortal Kombat. It's yeah, like, they, yeah. oh yeah, they didn't even make him good. <laughs> yeah, well, he was well, kind of I mean, just a dude. The whole time. He, but when he finally gets his power, it's like the most right. OP power. Like anything you do to him, he can right. absorb and send it back right. at you. Like, what do you do against that? You know? I just I, they I, had I, such an opportunity because he was the like the old scorpion was his ancestor. So you would think that his power would like move forward like yeah. with like Kinda his like lineage. So little, that yeah. section where he's fighting against what's his name? Uh, big guy forearms. Goro was that his Goro. name? Um, Gordo. You don't remember Goro, man? Yeah, Goro. Yeah. He's fighting Gordo? him. <laughs> not guy? not Gordo from Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> not, not Goro. Gordo, <laughs> no, he's fighting him, and then you see Goro running toward the camera to go kill the two girls that are scared. And I was I was waiting for all of a sudden, like through his chest or through his mouth, you see the freaking uh, the, uh, the rope yeah, or the snake same. or whatever he uses to like yeah. go through it. And then he says, "Get over here!" Get over and then he here. throws it back. That would have been freaking amazing. But no, he's like, "Wait, let me transform into my Under Armour and let's fight." That's all that happens. Yeah. You're yeah. under arrest. Yeah, I, 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 I bend mean- over. <laughs> Whoa! Mortal Kombat. Oh, sorry. A <laughs> Bend over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Forearms too. A lot of a lot of stuff you could do with forearms. All right, let's move forward. What to, are they? Uh, tell me. Tell get me a lot of people right? involved. You could get hold lot, four people, people up and spin involved. them in circles. You could super hug four people. Yeah, that's right. Super hug. What do you think I was talking about? I was talking about you know playing games and stuff. All right. You could shake four people's hands, like you know, you could do a lot. Yeah, four, you could definitely two, shake four two, hands at once. Two high fives, two low fives. Right. Yeah. So the, the options. Mary, are you, gonna, you gonna throw something in here? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I had something that I forgot it. Uh, say it. Say it. No, I forgot it. You could do pull ups and push ups at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Work them out. All of the all at once. Uh, all right, let's talk about the next game, which is not a Nintendo game, but the one after that is. This is the only one that's not coming to Switch, surprisingly. No, there's two. My bad. I didn't see the last one. This one is Callisto Protocol. The spiritual successor to Dead Space is finally here. EA's like, no, we don't want that single player money. Let's move on with multiplayer games that fail. So they did that. And then this team was like, you know what? Let's make a new Dead Space game, but call it something else since we don't have the rights. And that's what they did. And it looks freaking amazing. I cannot wait for this game coming out December 2nd. 
Mary, are you going to play this since you love horror games? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. Actually, Come though, on. I may or may not have pre-ordered the Dead Space remake. Oh, oh okay. Wow. <laughs> so, Which is basically, I mean, yeah. I, I guess you can't say it's the same game because they have a lot of differences, but there's a lot of similarities, too. I'm ready to be scared, though. I, I don't know. I'm <laughs> excited the protocol, for though, I'm like, it, it looks so squishy. And now I'm thinking about Dead yeah. Space. I'm like, that's also going to be like squishy. It's going to be squishy too. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Yeah. It looks like every step you take, you hear like slimy stepping on. Yeah. <laughs> just going to hear yeah, your little feet just. <laughs> You're going to be like, playing what, what? Resident Evil like right after that too. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be horror central from December to February. Mary, what got she's you gonna to get like... PSVR two and play Resident Evil eight. <laughs> yep. Someday. What got you to like turn that corner and like start playing some like horror games, even though like you had never done it before? Um, when did it? I think it started with Resident Evil four, actually. Hmm. Yeah, I'm like full circle. Yeah, like <laughs> Resident Evil four. Someone was like, "It's not that scary." Wrong. I I was also a big weenie <laughs> back then though because I. It's scary in a different way. I put I that game down for five yeah, yeah. years. I got scared. Yeah. Like I started it, put it down for five years, never touched it. Finally picked it back up, and I was like, "Okay, I can do this." And I was like, "This is actually like really good." Like I had a lot of fun, and I was like, "Maybe I should play more Resident Evil games." And I kind of started going into that phasmophobia. Though I will not play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I cannot do ghost games. It's too like. The hearing the sounds, like the breathing, I don't know. Like ghost games <laughs> really scare me. But yeah, it's all thanks to Resident Evil 4. <laughs> it was a great one to start with, but it's, it's never been call it the king of it hasn't been spooky games. topped ever since you played it, right? <laughs> Resident Evil 2 remake came very close. Mm. Like yeah, I, that's, that's solid. It was very, very good, I think. And I like the puzzle aspect too of like the Resident Evil games. Like it's not just like constant jump scares. It, I get to breathe a little bit and then also think and feel really stupid um <laughs> sometimes, but, but yeah. I've been yeah, wanting to play through two remake again, but there's just so many games, it's like mm -hmm. there's no point. <laughs> yeah. What were we gonna say? I was gonna say, but yeah, close to protocol. Nope, but here I am, Dead Space remake. <laughs> so wait, Instead. why did you choose Dead Space remake over Callisto? So I have a redemption on my own like Twitch channel that if you save up a hundred thousand channel points, you get to pick what game I play, and someone mm. picked that one. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Wow. Greg. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's funny though. But yeah, um, Callisto Protocol looks awesome. This is from, what's his name? It's escaping me. I say it all the time now. Oh, uh, yeah. That guy. Is it Glenn? Glenn? Something? Glenn Scho Schofield. Schofield. Glenn Schofield. Yeah. yeah, so he's pretty iconic. Um, he's done a lot of big games. And now he's back in the, and basically in the Dead Space world making this game. And I'm excited for it. I, I watched like a documentary after I played Dead Space 2 on like the making of the game. And he, he just seems like a very smart dude who I would love to just hang out yeah. with and like pick pick his brain about everything video mm -hmm. games. Because, yeah. And so do you foresee this? Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, do you guys see this uh, or foresee this becoming a franchise? Or do you think it stops at Callisto Protocol? 
depends on how well it sells. That's right. Yeah. 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 For but sure. I mean, like, I, they, I they didn't make like... it to sell well or not. I wouldn't say with that in mind. I would say they made it because, you know, EA wouldn't revisit Dead Space in the way that they wanted to, you know, progress the right. series. So they ended up making this. I, I see it continue on even if it doesn't sell well. Yeah, I was thinking maybe if it's not even like close to Protocol 2 or 3 or like it's not like a trilogy, it's probably it could be like the base for like a universe, you know, of some well, sort. Um, so that's what I was going to bring up. It's so funny to think that originally this was going to be tied to <laughs> PUBG. PUBG universe. <laughs> oh my God, like, that's, that's right. the most random shit It was going to be set ever. in like the far future of the PUBG universe. This I'm glad they disconnected it. Yeah. Thank like, God, because that, that totally discredits like the fear of the game, like knowing that it's outside whatever factory he's in there's people hitting each other with fucking pans in their underwear yeah. <laughs> i think that's kind I mean, of where like uh what's that one uh vermintide like those series of games like they're actually pretty damn good but they all um exist in this i think the space hulk universe if i'm mm. correct but i feel like good. they they tried so hard to separate themselves from by doing like these like you know, generational games that are like much different than each other. But then like no one's really like die hard into those like to the degree of like I guess other AAA games. So I think maybe that's a good decision for Callisto Protocol not to go that route because like just be their own thing. And I think that's what's gonna sure, really yeah. help them sell well. Yeah. It's it definitely looks like a super impressive game for being the studio's first game, right? I, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And it's from the publisher it's or the owner of, of PUBG. Of PUBG so yeah. They got if if those multiplayer games have to exist, I'm glad that they exist to fund games like Callisto Protocol. <laughs> right. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah. you know that this game was made with PUBG money for sure. <laughs> that's uh. PUBG money. Next game on the list, we got Crisis Core Final Fantasy Reunion coming out December 13th. I'm really excited for this one, but mainly for other people to play it because I just played it right after I played Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> so I'm not sure I'm going to like play this one day one, but I probably will end up playing it sooner or later, like once I've forgotten some of it because it's pretty recent that I played it all. But uh, it's a very good game, and this remake, it, even though they're not even calling it a remake, it, it it looks like they've done a lot to make it look better and play better, like, uh, mechanics-wise. Like, just looking at the dodge animation, when you did, like, a dodge in the old one, there'd be, like, a pause. Like, you jump, dodge, pause, then you can run again. And this one, it's it's more fluid, like, you jump, dodge, and you just keep moving, like like that, which I think is really cool that they made little tweaks like that to the gameplay. It's not just a makeover, Last of Us, right, right Brett? um that's right but uh yeah i'm excited for other people to play this john are you gonna play through this uh yeah definitely i probably not at launch though just because like there's so many games coming right now yeah like, yeah <laughs> um like i i'll probably pl end up playing it like in like january or february unless somebody played... wants to give me a review code then by all means <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, you I played, played Crisis Core, though. Yeah, right? I played the original on PSP. It was awesome. I loved it. Like the the main character Zach ended up being my favorite. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, I'm excited too because I know of Zach from uh, people talking about this game, and, and like I'm a Final Fantasy VII fan, but I don't know like hardly any of Zach's story. So this will be cool. 
for me to f- play this for the first time. Definitely. Yeah. I'm absolutely going to play it. Yeah. It's yeah. I am still. The, oh, sorry. I was just going to say quick that the, the, one of the things I really enjoyed about, like there's like a million, like little optional side quests. that's really just like quick fights, really. Like there's not, a, there's not like any big story. It's just you fighting stuff and it's like fight challenges. And if you do a ton of them, you can end up being like so massively overleveled for the story, which is what, <laughs> what happened. So like I just got to have fun in the story demolishing everything because I was so much stronger than everything in the story just from doing these little huh. optional side fights. So like I hope they didn't rebalance any of that because I want to do exactly that all over again. <laughs> that again. I want to just kill like nice. a million things at the start of the game and then bulldoze the whole story. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Um. One thing I'm still salty over, and you, I'm pretty sure you guys know what it is. They decided. To recast everyone with Final Fantasy VII Remake. And with this remake, or this remaster, whatever you want to call it, they actually had all the new actors come in and replace the old voiceover. So every character in this game is by a new actor. So now it's it's just kind of strange. There's like two versions of this game with totally different casts. That, that, that rarely happens. Usually if it's a remaster like this, they'll just keep the old voices. They wouldn't just yeah. straight up replace yeah. everyone. Yeah, um, that's actually surprising. But, yeah. And it's all because of that dude who I sent you guys a video about. Someone on the internet who other than me cares about this kind of stuff. And they made a video talking about this guy who like came in and took over for Square Enix when it came to all their uh, performance stuff, like their, uh, their marketing, their voiceover, all, all that stuff. And he has done this before in previous franchises. He comes in, recasts the characters, gets more like um, not not a list talent, but like more popular actors to come in and replace them, and and use that as a reason for the game to be like they use it in their marketing. Like, look who's in our game—the guy who plays Superman plays Sephiroth. So that's awesome, right? Um, so yeah, uh, that really pisses me off because I mean, if you're gonna recast everyone, I I. I I, w- I want to say I appreciate their 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 willingness to be like this is what's canon now. This is the definitive canonical version of these characters, these new voices. I appreciate that because I, I like continuity. I I like how it's the same voice actors from remake are now in this. But at the same time, at least let there be an option to play with the old voice actors like as well because those actors like voice these characters like this was their game imagine their excitement when they found out that a game that they were in was getting like a full-blown makeover by square enix and then they found out what they're they're redoing all the voices of everyone who did the game like why (laughs) and when when you listen to the voices it's like they sound so strikingly similar that it's like why did you even do this like what was really (laughs) the point of this you just spent so much money for no reason and a lot of the times, I got to say, the old voice cast is better, especially Zach, which I've sent Brett clips. Is the old Zach's Zach new voice like really like deep and like bro sounding? No, that's more of his old. Oh, it, it was kind of like um, his new voice sounds a bit more feminine um, based oh, on, right. Right. On, what, on what I've heard, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But once you know a voice and a character, it's like, I don't want it to change. That's who right, Zach yeah. is. So, yeah. But they all sound very similar. I'll get, I'll get, I'll give them that. But then at that point, it's like, why, why, why did you do it then? <laughs> Maybe the they walls. asked for too much money. And that's my yeah, rant. That's usually it. They did not ask for too much money. These voice <laughs> actors. They definitely spent more money on the dude playing Superman, 
and uh and what's his name from breaking bad weasel or whatever badger (laughs) badger (laughs) (laughs) breaking bad character yeah weasel Weasel. (laughs) old old squirrel i can't believe they killed weasel in the first episode he could have been a legend yeah speaking of uh badger and that character uh, what's his name in the game i forgot um it's uh Uh, wedge is that what it is yeah, is it wedge? So. that sounds right. Um, he didn't. He was supposed to die in in remake. So I'm curious how much of a of a role he'll play in part two, because he he dies in the original game like early on. So I'm I'm surprised. I'm I, I'm thinking we're probably just not going to see him again, except yeah, for wedge. like a cameo at the end or something. Mm, okay. Because okay. I mean, we're not headed back to Midgar anytime soon. So maybe he went with him. Maybe he found him. I don't know. <laughs> Better not have. I, I hated his uh, character model in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, there I was, liked it. There was so much of that game I loved, but I hated that character model. I just, I don't know. It bothered, it annoyed me. It didn't work for me for some reason. You're prejudiced against bandana wearers. I thought that it matched <laughs> it. his voice very well. I, I thought his voice matched him really well. Um, but that's just I me. I don't have a strong opinion on the subject of Wedge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like he's like some like super super important character, so it doesn't matter that much. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, this game looks awesome. Mary, are you gonna pick this one up? Yes, I have not oh, played sweet. the original. Oh, so, great! First time playing. <laughs> have you? But you played a remake recently. Uh, last year, yes. Okay, and did you play the original Final Fantasy VII? I have not. Damn. I know. So, it's on, I own so go it. Go do that. I haven't played it. <laughs> Unless they've changed something, Crisis Core and Final Fantasy VII Remake are not going to line up. No, at all. Okay. Nah. That's 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 <laughs> okay. the issue. Yeah, well, you kind of almost it, have but to it will play give Final you, Fantasy VII. Yeah. But it will give you some context to some things that happened well, in Final see, Fantasy VII Remake. That's the thing, though. It kind of looks like they even changed some of that. Like, I don't know. But don't like know. Zach was, what I'm saying is like Zach was in Final Fantasy VII Remake. You saw him briefly. You saw what happened. And when you play this game, I'm not going to spoil nothing, but you'll see that things don't always turn out the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but the I'll just say real quick, in Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, what's the bad guy evil doctor? Is he Dr. Tojo? Or That sounds right. Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy VII, was it that? Hojo, Hojo, that's it. Hojo, Hojo. yeah. 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 Like, if you've played the original game, you know that Hojo knows Cloud. But in Remake, it doesn't... Hojo doesn't act like he's ever seen Cloud in his life. Yeah, that is weird. So, yeah. So, like, I really wonder, like, they might have changed, like, a lot. But, you know, we'll find out. I still think, since they're... Like, since they're doing this remaster right around the time these remakes are happening and they're recasting the characters to make it seem like it's really well connected to remake. Like why not just tinker with it a little bit? Be like, yeah. Okay. So this is the secret cats out of the bag. This game does connect to remake. Like I kind of hope that there is that like at the very end, maybe something that's like, this is, this is what's happening in remake, like a hint because it's still all very confusing with, with Zach stuff and remake. Um, and I kind of hope they change it. Like, since you already uh, the, uh, the original exists, 
you already were willing to throw away the old characters and voice actors and you're connecting it to remake by doing that why not have them like connect a, a lot better like they could change this game to make it connect better with remake um but i think they already said they're not doing that yeah apparently not so that's weird maybe they're lying maybe it's like an end credit scene <laughs> i don't know i don't know but they could I be support their decision next up we have the game of the year high on life by Squanch Games, Justin Rowland, the creator of Rick and Morty. It's a new upcoming first-person shooter, kind of, but it's also looking like it's kind of Metroidvania-y. <laughs> That's weird to say. Um, looks like you're going to be unlocking new abilities, getting into new areas. You got a hook shot. You got talking guns. The comedy won't be for everyone, but I think it seems pretty funny so far. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this game. It, it looks way better than than their past uh, vr games like visually and just like gameplay wise it looks really strong in my opinion um what's the hype level on this you guys greg you excited for this yeah i i never thought that i would like rick and morty or solar opposites or like any of these like you know shows that that uh royland is royland right yeah roland 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 yeah and and i'm just like god i hate that the writing is so good or god i hate the way these jokes land so well and like i don't know it it took me a little bit just to like sit down watch them uh you know enjoy them for what they are and they're pretty damn good and so like when this when i saw this teed up um even in the initial reveal i was pretty excited for it and this definitely looks like a game that i'll at least play through once and actually sit down play and finish and you know especially for like just to to turn my brain off and play something that's so stupid and fun i think that's what i'm most looking forward to and i, I am pretty hyped for this game what if, nice. what if it turns out to be this super deep like complex story he's like just turn your brain <laughs> off and play this dumb game i mean if you watch rick and morty there are some complex issues and storytelling like hidden in the For sure, yeah. in the show that's like super silly so i wouldn't be surprised if this game while being well, it's like a, a comedy smart too like it's mm. it's goofy yeah. but it's yeah. smart you know I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of it you care about the characters and you maybe there's some emotional scene or something. Um, but I guess we'll have to see. Maybe they just went balls to the walls comedy and there's really no uh, serious stuff. Either way, I think it looks really good. I think yeah. I love the art style. I think graphically it looks really impressive. Um, mm-hmm. Is this a, a yeah. current gen only game? I can't remember. I, I can't thought remember. so. Is it really? I know it's going to be on your favorite service ever, Xbox Game Pass. There we go. Someone else said it. <laughs> oh, okay. Apparently, Did it's we need PC to? and Xbox. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's only on PC oh, and Xbox. Okay. Yeah, that Please was all cross-progression. But it is on Xbox One. My bad. I, th- I thought maybe it was um, not. Greg, I'm sure it'll... it'll 720p. It should have cross-progression uh, cross progression if you buy it through the Windows Store. On a, on See, a, that's what I thought about, like, uh, Yakuza 0, that Yakuza 0 had it, but it does not. Really? And I was pretty upset about that. Yeah, and I, I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll download it here, start over there. And I was like, oh, my save file's going to go through. But, you know, the, hmm. um, if it does feature that, it's, like, one of my favorite things to do is, like, you know, it's it's time to chill out in bed and, and step away from my, my desk and go lay in bed and, and become a vegetable and, 
and you know boot up my Series S and just play there. So hopefully, well, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Microsoft is doing some type of funding with this game, with it being exclusive and whatnot. And I don't even see Steam on the platforms list, so it, it leads me more to believe that it will end up having like cross save with with consoles on PC. Um, Give it to but me. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I think it looks really fun. Uh, Mary, are you going to play this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Because, um, like, I did get to play the demo a couple of months ago. And, like, oh, yeah. I, hands yeah, on. That's right. I yeah, I got to go hands on with it. And, like, it made me laugh out loud, like, with the writing and stuff. And that was something that, like, I was really surprised at. Like, I like that kind of humor already anyway. But to be yeah. laughing out loud, like, at the jokes as I'm playing and, like, I like the colors of it and I feel like that kind of that colorful of a game could get really overwhelming, but it doesn't feel that way when you're playing it. Mm. That's good. I, 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 Brett knows this. Like I love like really bright colors in games Mm -hmm. and like, it's got a really like satisfying aesthetic to it with the colors. Like, yeah, from that standpoint, I think it looks like really like uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. They're in, in just like the, what was it that we saw like the gameplay preview of it? I can't remember what show, mm-hmm. but um, there were a couple jokes that like I was trying to be like critical of it and it actually made me chuckle. So like if I was trying to like to, to not laugh and it still made me laugh, I think I could probably get behind some of the, the humor. Like anytime you make a butthole joke, you've got me like that. <laughs> <laughs> got him by the butthole. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think I might uh, I might enjoy it. I also think a challenge that Justin Roiland has to overcome is that while Rick and Morty has a lot of fans, it also has a lot of people that hate Rick and Morty fans. So they don't even (laughs) want to give them, they don't even want to give them like the chance to like something that's similar. Yeah, Um, but does he need them really? Like, I mean, oh yeah, but uh, one thing to note is that this game during like one of the showcases, like Brett was talking about, it, the uh, trailer for it actually ended up doing insane numbers. So I think this might actually yeah. end up, it, if this game is great, it, it might end up being like a huge hit, which would be great. Cause it's, I mean, when's the last time Xbox had an exclusive game that was a huge hit? Forza yeah. Horizon? When's the last like, time Xbox had a game? <laughs> yeah. clever. Oh, <laughs> no, over yeah. here. I'll have Sony you know, sir. <laughs> excuse John me, John did my sir. dirty work for me. I was going to say that. Each I'll have you know, the Halo Winter update just launched. <laughs> <laughs> the Winter update, you guys. Uh, but I, will, I wanted to say, like, but, 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 but Forge, but Forge. Hey, Pentiment, 10 out of 10, IGN, <laughs> only on Xbox. There we go. Uh, one one thing month, I wanted to say months. just about the about the aesthetic of this game, it's like Obsidian. It, what? Sorry, that's I was, I was, oh, no, I was you know what? You know what? I'm fine. I I, I, don't I was know. responding sorry, to Greg. Brett. Me and me I'm and Brett sorry. were having our daily fight about Xbox and PlayStation. Okay? <laughs> the one thing that I wanted to say about the aesthetic of this is like, yeah, it is like pretty colorful, and like that. I was thinking about this while you guys were talking, but it, I think it does a really good job of of driving home immersion. It's like there's so many unique different colorful things happening on screen that you don't want to break your attention away from from all the like shit that's going on and i think that does you know it's it does something important for the immersion of the game it keeps you locked in paying attention because you don't want to miss a joke or you know something that happened or even like this thing where he's watching the tv like what the fuck is going on and (laughs) at least for me you know my my uh 
train of thought is easily broken. So I feel like that's going to at least provide me with like, Hey, like, look at all this cool shit happening. You're going to miss something. My, my only concern with this game and I've said it before is how often your gun talks and, or if like what your gun has to say doesn't get old fast. Like it, it, it's fine if your gun talks like throughout the game, but like if it starts to do that thing where like it repeats a lot of lines, like while you're shooting, like, oh, looks like you got a headshot. And then like two minutes later, looks like you got a headshot. You know what I mean? Like where you, there's some games where like, <laughs> looks like you got a headshot yeah, like, <laughs> over and over. So, so if it's, if it's like you start hearing repeating lines from your gun, that's going to be like, okay, that war it's welcome out really fast. So that's my only thing. I'm wondering if that, like how that's going to work, if that's going to get annoying, if it's going to, you know, if it's going to stay, feel fresh the whole time, uh, you know, so. Yeah. Um, I will say that, like, just looking at this footage, I, I personally think that this game's visuals look like it has an extra layer of polish, like for a smaller team, this is really surprisingly great looking. Um, like in the gun animations, they all look like super, good and 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 funny so yeah i'm i'm like really looking forward to this i i like the art style the the comedy has been fun i think it looks great and there's a hook shot so day one by or it's on game pass so day (laughs) day one play (laughs) (laughs) and that's the that's the other thing too worst case scenario you didn't like pay additional money for it, right? It yeah, was exactly. included with Game Pass. So worst case scenario, it sucks. Oh, well, you didn't pay $60 for it. Yeah, that's the worst feeling, paying $60, $70 for something. And then, like, Brett, I'm being honest. If we didn't go halvesies on Gotham Knights and I paid $70 for it, I would have been pretty disappointed. Yeah, that would have been rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it's, um, some, sometimes I feel like it's a godsend that like, like we do game share because there's been a couple games that I would have been disappointed. Returnal, I would have been pissed off. Yes. Spent $70 oh God. on Gotham Knights. Um, you know, there's been a couple that I'm like, it was fine for what it was, but I'm glad I only spent 35 or 30 instead of full price. So yeah, for yeah. sure. Anyway, me and Brett are best friends. If you guys didn't notice, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, we finally got through all the games. God dang, I th- see, this was supposed to be a 15-minute opening topic, and look yeah, at us said, now. We're going to do this in an hour and a half. We're going to go a minute over tonight. And I was like, all right, cool, we can do that. <laughs> There's so much news that I just, I'm like, god damn, do we just hop into what we're playing at this point? Because otherwise, we're not even going to get to what we're playing. Honestly, there rolling, isn't man. really a lot of news. Like, you see the breakdown Eric gave us? It is insane. Yeah, but most of it doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay, how about I just go down the list? I'm just going to go down the list, and then we'll get to what we're playing. Um, Nintendo is suddenly updating online games with netcode. Actually, Eric, I don't even understand your notes yeah, sometimes. I so I don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, let's, okay, this is a good one. Ash Ketchum finally has become the champion in the anime, which has been going on for almost 30 years now probably so shout out to ash for finally becoming the champ he finally beat um the elite four or something i don't even know what the anime does whatever Um, yeah (laughs) he beat somebody i i bet for someone who has been watching the anime like this long it was probably probably like a huge moment that they couldn't believe that ash actually won but for me i mean I, i watched the first few uh seasons and then i didn't i grew I, up. I watched the movies a, a few of them and then i grew up yeah and then i stopped <laughs> but but i did well, watch I mean, a Pokemon few is for kids greg it's for everyone just like <laughs> mario 
<laughs> but yeah, other than that, um, Splatoon three broke broke uh, expectations, sold six point seven millions in the first month of release. That seems like it's old news. I thought we already knew that. Um, well, we knew like the first few days. I don't know if we knew like how well it did the first month, right? We knew, like okay. it, it broke like the record for the first few days in Japan yeah. right, or something like that. Yeah, I saw so many people streaming, which is still Splatoon. crazy. I was like, why? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's still wild to me. Like some uh, good news: no plans from Nintendo to raise hardware prices despite inflation. So that's great. Um, I think that the Switch OLED being priced at three fifty right now is a is a bit high, but you know, it's good. Um, There's let's see, no is way it, they're moving that number. It's never yeah, no. coming down. <laughs> Um, uh, Miyamoto talked about backwards compatibility, about yeah. how it's much easier so, now. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it kind of sounds like maybe Switch 2 will have backwards compatibility. Like, frankly, it at has this to. point, yeah, it would be a deal breaker if it didn't. Like, that's just, like, the expectation now. If and, it didn't, I would, I don't know what I'd do. I mean, <laughs> but like, then he was, couldn't like, sell Skyward like, Sword for the fourth time for sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah. like, the Switch, again. the Switch has such <laughs> yeah. like an absolutely massive install base. Like it, there'd be like it wouldn't make sense to not have access yeah. to all of that content in a Switch too. Like, yeah, just I just wonder that. what what the the future of of Nintendo is. Like, I I, I try to like wrap my head around and like okay this is what maybe nintendo will do next but then i look at you know the the wii or the even at the gamecube the the wii the wii u and then i look at the switch and like how different each system has been each iteration i'm like what could what could possibly be something that they introduce hardware wise that makes sense in the nintendo universe where it's like something new it's innovative but also has the ability to, you know, have these playable games, you know, be backwards compatible. And like, I, I, I don't, then again, like, I, I don't think I would have ever thought of something like the switch that would have been, right. you know, or a, the a mobile device that you could dock or the, or the Wii. It is time. So, I feel like, I feel like Nintendo has been, has broken the mold so many times. It's, it, it's pretty amazing what they've done. They just, they always, take chances with their consoles and sometimes like the wii u it completely sucked but like the there's been a couple times where it's been just something very special like the wii u that was so different from what we'd ever seen and the switch I mean, that was so different from what it's we've pretty seen. ballsy though too you know it to, is to well, put all your say, eggs in one basket and just bet it all i was gonna say something that was nice about the wii u though virtual console yeah they did yeah. it better yeah. than what they're That's doing yeah now. like you know, that, I think that I worked have too more... well, so it ain't it ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah, too well. I know. Disappoint. My Wii U probably has more like Game Boy games on it than it does like actual Wii U games. <laughs> Mine definitely does. Has all all virtual console stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a great platform for that alone. Like the Wii U has amazing games on it because of that catalog of games mm-hmm. of all the retro titles. Um, and there's also some good Wii U games, but yeah. And but it was it, nice to be able to get a, a hold of those for like. 10 bucks 12 bucks. yeah really Sometimes cheap. as low as like seven or eight you know depending on the sales i got a question for you guys do you think nintendo is going to do some type of crazy hardware thing again or do you think they're going to stick with traditional stuff now because porting the wii games and the ds games is just a weird like thing because there's two screens then there's motion controls 
And then if they keep doing these wacky controls and stuff, like it's just going to hurt them in the future when it comes to reselling old things. <laughs> um, or do you think they're not really worried about, about that? It just it seems like they never care about future proofing anything. They're yeah. just like, we're just going to do what we want and just make a fucking trillion dollars. Yeah. And then we're going to do the next thing. But I uh, I, I, I've been thinking about that recently because we're obviously due for the next thing. It's either going to be like the Switch Pro Switch 2 or something completely different. So... I don't know the the idea of what they're con- what they're going to do next is always exciting. May what were we going to say? Like, yeah, sorry, I'll, I kept stepping on top of you. Um, I think they're too focused on being, or not too focused, more focused on being innovative than they are preserving, like previous yeah. hardware and previous games. Because, like you said, like they do all these crazy things, like. The Wii had like the nunchucks, it was motion control, the DS had the dual screens, all of those were so innovative and so like like at the time, just like mind-boggling. Like everyone's like, oh my gosh, motion controls, oh my gosh, a handheld with two screens, you know, yeah, that it doesn't translate. It folded. Yeah, it doesn't translate <laughs> it has a onto microphone. Their new hardware though. Like, how are yeah. we gonna have another virtual console without having this extreme list of accessories to go with it? Like, yeah, you I have to buy a... the Switch nunchuck to play your <laughs> Wii games that you have to buy again, probably. Yeah. So. I think that was a pretty big statement, though, having the NES Mini and the SNES Mini. It just, like, proved, like, hey, like, you know, even though from the Wii U generation on, we focused on releasing libraries of backwards compatible games, whether that's in virtual console or some compilation, like we don't even need our main console to sell our older games. We could just introduce these mini consoles and put them out and they'll sell like hotcakes and we could still focus on being innovative in the meantime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nintendo's really weird when it comes to basically every choice they've ever made. So they're unpredictable <laughs> and we don't know what they're going to do ever. And that's kind of why they're so exciting and they're so different. And yes, they take advantage of their customers, but we just bend over and let them do it. So let's just... It's cute when they do it. It's not cute when other companies do it, huh, Brett? Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Definitely not. It's a me, a Mario. Give me your wallet. I I feel like (laughs) Nintendo's slogan should be no fucks given because they just don't. like. They just do what they want and whatever happens, happens kind of thing. I still think it's funny whenever Nintendo was asked about like, so like Microsoft's purchasing all these studios, Sony just bought uh, Bungie, like, are you guys going to get into the game and start acquiring a bunch of studios as well? And they were just, they, like, their answer was so like, no, like, why, why would we even do yeah, that? Like, like <laughs> what? We don't need to do that. We're, we're Nintendo. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. They just, they're, they were yeah, just like it's... flabbergasted at the at the thought of like why would we start doing that like we're doing perfectly fine we're we're number one on uh, right now the, on they're the literally playing a different game than Microsoft and Sony it's like they're it's always it's always, you almost can't even like consider them in the same like video game world it's 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 pretty wild it is crazy how they're they're tech they are playing a different game but there is still a lot of bleed over with most games like. The only games that don't yeah. hit Switch are like super AAA games that literally cannot run on the hardware. But a lot of yeah. games end up coming to Switch, and like a lot of people are buying those games on Switch, which I think is what Nintendo is actually surprised about. Um, yeah. Like from the very beginning, even Skyrim surprised uh, Bethesda on Switch, like uh, the sales. And it's like I just it took don't a long think anyone time to get expected to platforms though. 
it used to be you you buy a Nintendo platform to play the Nintendo games, and I feel like now a lot of people either only have a Switch and only play their games on Switch, or or they have a Switch and other consoles, and they're actually thinking, hmm. Maybe I should just get that on my Switch since I'll have it portably. Yeah, it'll look a little worse, but hell, I'll just have it. I'll, I'll have it on the go, so that's it's worth it, you know. Like with uh, Midnight Suns, if it if it actually looks good and like doesn't look that bad, I mean, why not? I don't know. It's a See, it's a, tactics a game like game, that you know? is like yeah, a game like that is like you can go and lay in bed and play an hour before you fall asleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, that's a perfect game to play undocked on your Switch. So yeah, I totally know what you mean. By Especially that. if it has touch controls. I mean, you're just tapping a card, tapping your character, right. moving them. They like, never yeah. really do that, but that'd be cool if they did. Um, I, I I keep wishing that uh, that uh, Like a Dragon was on Switch because that's a game that I always like. Oh, I wish I could go go to bed and play another hour of this because that just seems like backbone. something that would be so perfect. I know, I know. If I had a backbone, I could play it handheld yeah. mode but jrpgs there's there's no better time to play them than when you're laying in bed right before you go to sleep <laughs> yeah oh yeah let's get on to the next topic which is man we have like i don't want to go over <laughs> that that much today but okay just so guys, go we through got... the list and we don't comment on any of it <laughs> and then we'll do what we're playing or something do you, do you guys want to talk about what we're playing or do you want to do the game award nominations and talk about those new game awards i didn't play a yeah. lot this week though so yeah, we, okay. we, can, we can talk about game awards okay the game awards. Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we'll still like a, we'll do a quick thing at the end um just like like one minute each we talk about it and then we say bye um okay so the game awards got their nominations i'll start at the least important which of course is best family game but the one of the games of the year were a part of it which got was Kirby screwed. and the Forgotten Land got yeah. screwed. How is how is Stray on Game of the Year list, but not Kirby? What is wrong with these? Okay, I'll, I'll never Stray. get over that. Stray was so fine. It was perfectly yeah. fine, but it wasn't like Kirby. Like, come on, it wasn't Kirby. Kirby was amazing. Fantastic. It was a pure joy from beginning to end. Yeah, that one over all of us. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. My 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 when when I'm thinking about what makes a game good, like my my way of kind of like gauging if I'm enjoying a game is when I'm not playing, am I thinking about that game? And every second that I wasn't playing Kirby, almost literally, I was thinking about like about playing like another session or like a session I had just played. There wasn't one time, and I I liked Stray. I probably would give it a seven or an eight, but there wasn't once that I found myself like. Mm, I really would wish I could sit down and play some more stray right now ever like and I was always the, the my, my entire playthrough session of Kirby was wanting to play more of it it was just god it was so good and like it's such a it's such a slap in the face to Kirby that to me and this comes from someone that enjoyed stray I'm actually I, I actually come to stray's defense to some people that said they didn't like it but I think that being a nominee was just a joke yeah. yeah um and, Take and next to developers um... who worked really hard on that game which, <laughs> <idiots>. <laughs> which i feel bad because i also love annapurna i love annapurna to death so They're it's just like a publisher though so like, they don't count right but but i mean you don't see a lot of annapurna games getting the you know the like game of the year love so but yeah i, I think know. if I there were a, an that. indie game to get game of the year love it would probably be annapurna behind it because the, they know how to pick and choose like they're really good at they're that the a24 finding talent 
Yeah, they are literally perfect example. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next to Kirby on best family game is Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Splatoon 3, and Nintendo Switch Sports. Yes, you heard that correctly. Every single game is Nintendo. It's Nintendo. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Nintendo Pretty much always is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they dominated this area. I don't. I don't think Switch Sports should really be up there. I felt like it was really lacking content, and just yeah. I didn't really think it was super fun. I was hoping they would have fleshed yeah. out some of the previous games a bit, but they're pretty much the exact same. Like the bowling's the same as Wii bowling. The yeah. the, the um the fencing, like the sword fighting, was the same. What has it been bundled bundled at all? Uh, Not I that know. I know of. Oh. Yeah. All that well, game does is break people's TVs. So, you know, I'm not really... <laughs> you act like you're speaking too, from too experience. Big on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got to find a different list because this one doesn't have, like, everything on it. I just realized that. Like, I think only some of them are on it. Game Awards. I dropped uh, no, in that category or... All of them. Ones? Like For all of them. Like, best multiplayer game only has one game. Uh, check the chat. I dropped the link destructoid article that lists them yeah i have one at the escapist i'm looking at too so for multiplayer it's modern warfare 2 multiversus overwatch 2 splatoon 3 and shredder's revenge you know that's uh, gonna be shredder's revenge mm-hmm. interesting i didn't think, I think multiversus is like gonna a... win that one hands down it's I, been doing good which one Multiverses. I was gonna say like yeah, that one's. I, I think that a lot one's of people win. playing that one and talking about it's, it it, like, it was just it was such an out of left field surprise mm-hmm. for so many people. It's it's almost gotta win. I think they're adding Marvin the Martian, and yeah, as we said like a Game of Thrones level. Yeah. Can you be like <laughs> like fucking um, Gus Fring? <laughs> so you can be like Gus Fring <laughs> versus awesome. Arya Stark versus fucking like uh, Doug Garfield or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where the yeah. fuck is Doug at? <laughs> Is, is that WB? I don't even no, know. I, just, I can't play a skeeter. That, that's uh, Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. Or wait, is it? Uh, oh, wait, well, it changed hands. So, ABC probably owns it. Like Disney, rather. Yeah, yeah there's, a lot okay. of, there, right. there's a lot of IPs that are in, that you can implement. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. All right, guys, we just got no time. Like, we just talked about one yeah. for like five <laughs> minutes. So, I'm gonna go down the list and just talk about them a little bit, and then see if you if you guys want to say anything. For best strategy game, we got Dune, Spice Wars, Mario Plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Total War, Warhammer, Two Point Campus, Victoria Three. Um, that's one of the awards that they're going to <laughs> ignore in the actual game awards. Yeah. They're gonna say Where's like Stray? randomly. <laughs> we already did best family and best adaptation i mean who really who at the game awards it's at the game awards i don't think they need it and they uncharted did. got nominated that's yeah come a, on that's a movie that deserves sonic 2 awards. better win it all this win is just all. all of yeah. the ones that sonic existed run, my this, boy, this wasn't yeah. this isn't how it, like uncharted like it was you know, i actually enjoyed it but like an award really okay yeah. Most anticipated game, we got Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and Tears of the Kingdom. Those are all games I'm really looking forward to. So. They're also so, games that uh, were mostly on last year's vote. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's what's funny. Is yeah. this the third year 
for Zelda. It's just been under a slightly different name every time. It was like yeah. the Breath of the Wild sequel, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, and now yeah, again. Zelda True, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. These awards are so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Let now this next say, one yeah, is really stupider. Quick, that the game awards are meaningless nonsense. They're dumb. No yeah, just to be whatsoever. clear. We I know they're stupid. Absolutely nothing they're but dumb. hostilities for the show, and I always have had this exact same attitude. <laughs> unhinged rage and hostility. <laughs> towards no, the but guys, I think Grisha, indie developer. <laughs> I'm being honest, guys. <laughs> He's 100% right, though. Like, there is nothing important about these awards. They are for just sure, yeah. YouTubers I mean, and, and like people who write for certain websites that vote on this yeah. stuff. And they're not important. They don't have any authority over over anything. They're they're just as important as you. So if you don't agree with them, it really doesn't matter because all of it's really stupid. <laughs> yeah. So best fighting game. This is how stupid they are actually. For yeah. an example, for best fighting game, they have Sifu, <laughs> an action game, a single player action game. They do in, not. in the best fighting game category. They yep. do fucking not. That's what I mean by stupid. Sure so yeah. yeah. Enough I never noticed people that. Wow. Nominated this. What? How how do you work in the industry if you consider Sifu a fighting game? Yeah, if you don't even and, and know. How can that many, how, how can uh, that many people be involved and not one person call them out like, hey guys, uh, <laughs> that's not a fighting game, so that's a big yeah. mistake. Like this I is mean, like that's, if they what? really wanted, they could like like make like a separate brawler genre, though there's not necessarily a lot of brawlers that come out every year right. that have that degree of notoriety. Yeah, this is kind it of a just weird be under year. action. They should have a brawlers yeah. and beat 'em ups. That could be a separate yeah. category. That's yeah, where Ninja Turtles I belongs, I think. It should be right. under action adventure, but for some reason, Stray is in action adventure. Anyway, um, <laughs> again, who likes Stray? <laughs> Critics love that artsy, high budget indie game. It's 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 the um, it's it's like four genres. You got the Sifus, which are like the roguelites. You got the Souls games. You got the extremely high budget indies, not not indie games in general, but these really high budget ones that like these people review and they're like, oh my god, it's amazing because it's artsy and has good music and the graphics are so good. But like it's an Celeste. indie game. Yeah, like Celeste, like stuff like that. Even though that's pretty low budget, but it looks beautiful for what it is. Um, but yeah, stuff like that is what I'm saying. That's that's like the. Uh, the um what's the equivalence i just said in my video the other day what's the um the movie awards where it's um something bait um oscar bait oscar bait it's the the video game equivalence to uh oscar yeah. bait these genres and these of st styles it. of games um so yeah anyway so for best so somebody approached you brett to make to cast your vote for one of these genres and they invited you to be you know one of the people that contributed to this would you stand in protest or would you cast your vote i'm i'm flabbergasted that i'm not invited i'm just kidding <laughs> no. <laughs> no but i think it is weird that destructoid's not a part of it that is very strange i don't think the yeah. escapist is either i don't think pc invasion is like I think but your opinions was are last year what the hell's up with that <laughs> i don't understand it because <laughs> when you look at a brand like I'm just, I'm not trying to compare who gets more views or anything like that, but it is important to note that we see smallish YouTubers on these things getting to, to vote when they're not, they don't have as big of an audience. They don't necessarily have more cachet than an entire website like Destructoid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't, they, they don't get as much eyes. They don't like, but Ninja knows a lot about video games, Brett. 
Okay. I don't even know if Ninja is, is even one <laughs> of them. I doubt not. it. He's probably not. I'm just joking. <laughs> but I mean, there are some others that's like it's questionable. Like how you're literally on here because you you have connections, not because right. you should be. <laughs> Yeah. But then Daly. again, these awards are stupid. Like John was saying, they have no, they don't matter. The, They're the only thing I care about is the freaking trailers for the new games. Right. That's the only. That's the only. Yeah. That's the only reason I watch it. Well, no, 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 no. That are buried like twelve mobile games deep. But no, I do <laughs> enjoy the the developers that get to win their awards. Like I think they deserve well, awards. Cool. So I'm glad no, this like, exists for them. Like, but I just the, mean the actual the, voting process and the people who vote. It's yeah, like for sure. it's stupid. Yeah. A sham. And there's, there's cool and, moments like uh like Joseph Ferris last year when he won. Like that was awesome seeing that. Like Yeah. He, uh, but but a lot of it is just like a big circle jerk, you know. Yeah, and one thing that pisses me off about the show itself is that like they don't even like respect the people that win these things because there's awards they that they announce during the pre-show. There's yeah. awards that they, they, they announce aren't even watching. Yeah. And and probably over half the awards they just say randomly, and the person doesn't get to come up on stage. Yeah. They don't they don't get yeah. like to talk. The, yeah. I I like watching that stuff. I like yeah. seeing them some say thank you. Like yeah. cut out half the ads and add thank yous. Like that would that would make the show way better. Yeah. But uh. Very yeah. Weird. Jeff's not gonna do that. He likes. I don't his think ads. that's anything new to award shows, though. I mean, that's the same with like Oscars and shit. It's all yeah, fluff but it's and... supposed to be different. I think that's the the premise of it all. Is like, yeah. you know, this is supposed to be about video games and the it's people that not Hollywood. It. Yeah, and it's, yeah I mean, sure. it is, tr- but it's not though. Like Jeff, Jeff obviously Keely wants like to, wants this to be Hollywood. Jeff yeah, is making does. a Hollywood. Yeah, no. For, yeah. And now he just added a best adaptation, really. That's just so you can get Tom Holland to come and hang out at your award show. Like it's <laughs> the only reason. Vin Diesel back. Yeah, yeah Vin Diesel should be with there. That Tom, I have a weird request. Can I smell your armpits, please? <laughs> I just don't know if, like, does Jeff realize that, dude? Video games are bigger than movies. You don't need to try and turn it into a, a movie ceremony, which is basically what it's becoming, and a music ceremony where he's got freaking Imagine Dragons playing every five seconds. It's just, <laughs> we don't want that. Nobody wants that. Literally no one. Yeah. We, like, gamers want to see these developers get their awards. We want to hear their speeches and watch them nervously talk about the game they worked on for, like, eight fucking years so we can be proud of them. And then, we, and then every once in a while, we want to see a new trailer for a game. That's a real-world premiere. Not a world premiere for a game that was yeah. announced, like, six years ago. Not, that's getting yeah, a new trailer. <laughs> that, that is one thing that's been bugging me, even, like, with E3, was they think that if you're showing, like something anything new, new. Game, anything you've already seen that that's a world premiere no no that is a world premiere means no one has seen this ever before not just seen a new portion of the game like no you'd stop with that he just decided world to call premiere. everything world premiere it's, yeah. it doesn't mean anything anymore but yeah best rpg we got elden ring live alive pokemon legends arceus triangle strategy and xenoblade chronicles 3 switch dominated this category as well holy mm-hmm. shit true one two three four games are switch only games <laughs> that's insane I, I love that live alive is their remake of a super nintendo yes. game <laughs> yeah the, the the game was really happy he retweeted it on twitter <laughs> yeah that's awesome that's cool yeah, yeah. um so that's I think Elden Ring's gonna win, but at least those other games got some probably some spotlight. Should. Yeah. Um, or, best action game. This is probably where um, Sifu should have been, but it's not. Best action adventure game. We got a Plague Tale Requiem. 
Yeah. See, but here's the th- here's the thing. Is there an, even an action? Yeah, there is the best action category. Yeah, and Sifu's on it. Why is that's, it in fighting? See, that's that's literally <laughs> what Sifu is is an action Lord game. <laughs> they already know the winners. When I the think of action game. game, I think of a game like Sifu, like Bayonetta 3, like even a game like God of War, but they got Call of Duty Modern Warfare on here. It's like, I mean, I guess. Yes, you, it's action, but I don't. That's, that's not what I think of whenever I think of an action game. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But first, yeah, uh, best action adventure game, Plague Tale, uh, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. Mary, I know you're happy about seeing Tunic on there, right? Yes, very happy. That's Dude, t- okay, Tunic is another game I could have uh, swapped out for Stray and felt better about that. Yeah. yeah, Stray's very good, but I'm surprised Tunic wasn't mentioned more for some reason. So like, many people I, were like high on Tunic. Like direction. I almost felt like I didn't hear people talk about Stray almost at all. I mean, the, it had like a like a week where a bunch of people streamed yeah. it. Yeah, it was popular for a minute. About Tunic all like it's yeah like for months now. Yeah, like Stray kind of came and went, and, and like Tunic has had staying power. Like people still talk about it to this day, like mm-hmm. how unique well, it think, is, and this and yeah. that. Like Tunic benefited from re- releasing on multiple platforms and then getting a resurgence with the Switch release too. Yeah, that's True. what I was gonna say. Like the Switch yeah, release was that's a good point, later, yeah. so that actually worked in its favor in a way. Whereas like, yeah. it got released on like Xbox Game Pass, and then later in the year, e. here's the Switch version, and it kind of reminded everybody, oh yeah, like I haven't gotten around to playing that yet. I can either get on Switch or I can go play it all like on xbox so yeah but next up best action game we got bayonetta 3 i think that's deserving even though i would say bayonetta 3 disappointed me a little bit i think it's still a very solid action game with some great moments um call of duty modern warfare 2 i think that's a little weird neon white i've heard great things about i'm glad it's getting some recognition sifu totally makes sense right here and then tmnt shredder's revenge i'm glad it's getting a lot of recognition during this award show no that's cool yeah if that content creator of the year we gotta talk about this one a little bit um <laughs> you guys might remember from a few weeks ago nebelian decided to leave twitter because he tried starting a patreon and it failed because he technically didn't offer any content but he wanted to hopefully he try and get wanted some everyone to, to pay. pay for it <laughs> yeah um, he wasn't he's actually anything. so despite not actually creating any content he is up for content creator of the year <laughs> At it's the like game they awards. ran out of ideas or something. They're like, Nebelian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this Twitter. is people. He's not even around anymore. So I'm wondering, like, is he going <laughs> to come up on stage weird. if he wins? Um, yeah. I don't think this he Because he was faceless, like, wasn't he? Like, this is, yeah. Uh, if at Burger King, if, if the actual Burger <laughs> King... If he was like nominated for like best king in the world, if he was nominated but he quit Burger King before that they nominated him for best king. <laughs> I was like, I like he's that gone. Analogy. <laughs> Even if you consider what he did on Twitter content, he's not doing it anymore. Well, like he's done. Right? Yeah. And I was thinking about it too, like they do different things on Twitter, but like Wario sixty four, do we consider you, that Greg. a content creator or I mean, no, I don't consider well, it's, 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 it's almost the, it, it, They're almost like the exact same thing. But I think Wario 64 does a little bit more, but they, they both are more kind of like news uh, aggregators. News, yeah. news regurgitators, which is kind of a rude way of saying it, but that's kind of all it is, though, you know? Yeah. But he actually has val- like well, like Wario 64 has more value because he literally is so fast with deals well, for and sure, sales yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 
Like he, um, you literally can follow him just to find deals on things, which is why he dude, has I, more value for sure. Literally last night, I bought a, a, a remote for my Xbox because he tweeted <laughs> it out and said, this remote's only 10 bucks. I'm like, hell yeah, I might as well order it. <laughs> um, yep. I got Sonic so Frontiers I, for 40 bucks a couple of days ago because uh, of Mario. Amazon. Yep. Yeah. I got it from Walmart. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Content creator, no, Nabellion. I have no idea who any of the other ones are, and I don't no. even care, frankly. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I just think like that's Brett kind of Medlock. funny. Medlock. Destructoid. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? I wish. That'd be crazy. Then the awards. I know FaZe Clan. Yeah, oh, then yeah. they'll matter. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of like, like when you... um. I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to bring it up on the podcast. It's like when Burger, if Burger King, <laughs> yeah, it's like when the King hired <laughs> the Burger King King is real. I'm I'm not gonna go over VR games. No one cares. Nah. Debut indie games: Neon White, Norco, Stray, Tunic, Vampire Survivors. Oh, I've heard great things about Vampire Survivors, but that's very recent. Oh wait, no, it was on PC, I think. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. it's it's very recent on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, like and it Eric, seems like it. Uh, I hear it's like Eric ultra addictive. Like, yeah, yeah, I, he's like talks about that game quite a bit. Yeah, I need to try that. I just downloaded it, but I haven't. Eric, played it. I just There's called so me Eric like, <laughs> Yeah, you gave me a new brother. God, Eric I got Frisha. Names mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Eric, Eric Freshly. I'm sorry, not Eric Frisha. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Anywho, best community support: Halo Infinite. No, I'm just kidding. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final yeah. Fantasy. 14 Fortnite and No Man's Sky. Those all seem like good picks. I don't those yeah, aren't my whatever. style of games though. Those are yeah. stupid. Apex Legend wins. I'm getting my Those are stupid, pierced. Greg. Quit talking. Those are stupid. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> we both said Plot what? Twist. His nipples are already pierced. <laughs> yep. If Apex Legends wins, you're getting your nipples pierced. No yeah. god, please no. <laughs> it looks painful. Too painful. <sighs> All right, next up, we got best mobile game. Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, Tower of Fantasy. I feel like most of these games are games I constantly hear people talk trash on, so I'm surprised that they're in this list. <laughs> Marvel Isn't Snap Genshin is actually Impact surprisingly like two fun. years old? Yeah. Yeah, but well, it's, any game can win old. if it's a support game, like if it's a, a service game. So. But this actually, is mobile, right? Yeah. Um, What's his name? Uh, Jeff Keighley even said... Any game can get nominated, even if it doesn't come out that year. It's just up to the people voting. Like they, he he oh. actually said that oh. because uh, the year that what's it called? The game where there's like the little people that are like, yeah, you know, it's it's like the kids' game. You're like they're called midgets, like, Brett. Okay, not little. No, people. that's offensive, Brett. There's um, <laughs> I think it's the opposite. Of what yeah. you just said. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. The it was a people joke. in the you little space the suits. Chat. The little space among us. among us came out the year before, uh, but yeah. it wasn't popular until it, until the year after that. So it still won like awards that year. Um, I think anyway. he uses that justification because no one cares about mobile, so they already have a hard enough time coming up with five games to put on a list. So he's like, "Yeah, game came out five years ago. It's fine. It's for the people. Whatever the people vote." <laughs> yeah. Best independent uh, game, no, Cult dumb. of the Lamb. There you go, Mary. Yes. Neon White, Sifu, Stray. There you go, Brett. <laughs> and Tunic. There you go, Mary. Yes. Yeah. 
this category. Yeah, like, I was the most happy for. That. I was like, out of all the categories, this one, I was like, this feels like a really solid category. I feel like every game deserves to be here, you know? Like, that's the only one where it feels like that. <laughs> I don't know. I just really like the way that category looks. It just makes me happy. All those games are it looks great. good. <laughs> but you know what it's missing? Elden Ring. I was going to say Halo Infinite, but yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> he was looking for a way to throw it in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, your shoehorn. Games for Impact. Hey, I actually played some of these. Actually, I've only played two of them. A Memoir Blue, I played that, and As Dusk Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Endling, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I Was a Teenager, Exocolonist. So yeah. All right, moving on. Didn't you say a memoir <laughs> blue was kind of boring? <laughs> memoir blue was fine. It, it, I mean, yeah, it was boring, but that's sort of the whole point. I mean, it's really like, short in the first place. It's like, I don't know, two hours or something. So, like, you're not yeah. losing much of your life. So, I, yeah, I it's enjoyed like an hour it for what half. it was. It's very artistic. It's very yeah. thoughtfully created. Yeah. And it, it, like, based on what I took from it, like, it was actually a pretty good story, even though it was very, like, artsy, not, like, head-on with, no like, dialogue. what's happening. <laughs> Yeah, it's all oh, it's all like picture idea. images and that kind of oh, stuff. Pretty. But uh innovative in accessibility. As Dusk Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part One, and The Quarry. Out of these, probably the Last of Us Part One did the most. It seemed like it probably. they went nuts. Yeah, that's um, what it always sounds like. I really liked As Dusk Falls on streaming because they, they made it so it was fully touch enabled, even though it was a console game. But you could you could use it like it was a phone game, even though you're streaming it technically from an Xbox. So I thought that was really neat. Um, and then in Ragnarok, I didn't really mess around with anything, and I didn't play the others. Ragnarok's got a ton of options. It was just yeah. like overwhelming to the point where I was like, I can't even like, I don't even understand half of that. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, no, I did. List. I did turn something on in in uh, Ragnarok. After I'm done exploring, I made it so if I swipe up on the touchpad, it tells me where to go, like like the direction I'm supposed to head in. So I'm like, oh, hell yeah, this is great. Um, it's kind of like a Bioshock arrow, Brett, if you ever want to do that. I did not know that was an option. I'm, that's going to be the first thing I do when I, when I fire it <laughs> back up. No joke. That's cool. Yeah. Um, best audio design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Forbidden West. Any of these stand out to you guys? I don't know why Forbidden West is there. <laughs> Yeah, audio design it has pretty good. I mean, it's, I it's got pretty good sound design, but I don't know like if anything stands I honestly think, out. Yeah, the ones I played, uh, Modern Warfare Two had some really good sections that sounded really good, but I don't really have much of an ear for it. I I, I think the uh, like the the parts where you're like shooting the machines and like the pings of the metals and stuff like that sound pretty cool on on Horizon Forbidden yeah. West, but I yeah. wouldn't have expected that to be on this list though. No. Yeah. Like, I just don't remember anything being, like, mind-blowing from it. Like, yeah, it's good, but it's good. Not yeah. great. Yeah. A lot of games are good, yeah. <laughs> Best score, we got A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3, The Goat. Xenoblade's going to win this one. I heard uh, the, yeah, the score on Xenoblade's really good, right? Oh, I love it. John didn't like it that much. I freaking love it. Sucked. John's absolutely like motherfuckers. I just, I just thought it was a step down from the first two. Like, not not very much of it was that memorable to me. Damn, that's so surprising. Like, every time a song plays, because when there's emotional scenes, it constantly reuses the same songs for all the time. 
And every time they hit, they hit. Like I feel emotion because of the songs. I'm like, damn, this song's so good. Um, I, I do have to say, Plague Tale uh, had some really good music too in like different parts of the game where it was pretty impactful because of the music. So I, I like that that's yeah. there too. This is a, this is a really good list, I think. Um, I haven't played Metal Health Singer, but I heard that uh, Surge Tenkin from System of the Down really helped a lot on that game. Oh, yeah. so I'm sure. Oh I'm no sure way! It's really That's good. cool. That's cool. And yeah, uh, yeah Plague Tale is good. I'm sure Elden Ring is good. Next up, we got Best Art Direction: Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and the only acceptable category I'll allow it: Stray. <laughs> Stray looks beautiful, like the art direction, in my opinion. Oh, you're on um, art direction. I was looking at the wrong one. And yeah, Scorn's very good as well. Scorn's actually really pretty as well, For even though it's there's not a whole lot going on. It looks like visually really pretty, but it's yeah. probably going to be Elden Ring. Even though Elden Ring looks substantially worse than the rest of these games. Just saying. <laughs> it's just very, it just looks very unique. Yeah, like that's what this is all about. Like graphically, yeah. it might not look as strong, like texture-wise, like down to the the actual like textures. But Elden Ring does look really different for like an open world yeah. game. There's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, no one has say anything to say. So, best ongoing game: Apex Legends, Destiny Two, yeah. The Witch Queen. Get my nipple. Shut face. up, Greg. <laughs> Put barbells in those some bitches. Fortnite, Genshin Impact. Um, let's go ahead and give it to Final Fantasy. I'll just say that one's going to win. <laughs> I'll, I'll, get, I'll get a Jacob's Ladder if Final Fantasy wins, Greg. <laughs> We're almost done, you guys. We're almost done. Best multiplayer game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, getting another nomination. I it want TMNT like to just win all these. game either, but I guess. I mean, it's co-op. It's like a co-op multiplayer, but when I'm thinking multiplayer, I'm not thinking of, like, co-op. I mean, it, I'm thinking of... Like You're competitive multiplayer Ring. more. Right. I'm thinking of God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> I mean, what they should do is best co-op game and then best multiplayer game. And if it's a game yeah. that has both, then they should be able to be, be nominated for both. No, that um, sounds like a real award show, and this is not a real award show. Yes, exactly. Or just this is an award show where they call Sifu a fighting category. game. Like that's so vague in the first place. Like, yeah. true. <laughs> that's true. So much could really can, can <laughs> like you know be called multiplayer technically. Yeah. This next category, I gotta say, I'm pretty disappointed in it because I feel like there was a lot of games that had great performances this year, and I feel like this is so bland. Like, just of course these are the people. Although, although one of them I'm very happy about, and the other one I haven't played. Anyway, Ashley Birch, Horizon uh, Forbidden West. You didn't say what the category no. is. Oh, best performance, my bad. Best performance. <laughs> Ashley Birch, Horizon Forbidden West, Charlotte McBurney, A Polite Tale Requiem. Yeah. Christopher Judge, God of War Ragnarok, Man Engage, Immortality, and Sonny Soljic from God of War Ragnarok. That's uh, 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 Atreus, I believe. And, what a um, sick ass name, Man Engage. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. That's the only one that I'm not sure about. But all these What's other Immortality? Ones, it's that I'm having a point and click. Game. Yeah, the, FMB. Yeah, that's what it is. That's right. The guy okay. from made the person that made Telling Lies. This is his next game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I do remember. And uh, what's together name? three first, movies. Yeah, her story was that the first game he did. Yeah, I remember. never played it. Me either. I, I, I couldn't get into Telling Lies. Telling lies. Me, so yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't get into that Switch. or Immortality. 
I just didn't bother with immortality, but yeah. Somebody it's just not my it. style of game. I just got to accept that it's good, but it's just I mean, not for me, you know? I just happen to like games that are well-made. Yeah, same. Like, fun games. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ones that have fun involved. Yeah. That's why he doesn't <laughs> want to play God of War. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like, I mean, Ashley Birch, Christopher Judge, Atreus, that's just a little... I mean, you got Xenoblade that came out this year. A brand new like cast of like young actors who probably just got their first role, and I think they all knocked it out of the park, but no one else cares. I think but, the kid uh, that, that played uh, Atreus, and um, I'm not on it, so I can't see their names, and uh, the girl that plays um, uh, the uh, from Amicia. Tale, Amicia. I think one of those... Yeah, she did really good. good. Yeah, I, re- I really hope one of them win, to be honest. Um Ashley Birch, I'm pretty sure she's already won a ton of awards, and I and I know Chris. I kind of over too. Ashley Birch. Like I think she does a good job, but my God, I'm tired of hearing her name. Like I've heard she's her like voice she's like the Laura so Bailey, ways. the Troy Baker. Like just tired of hearing their names all the time. Now that I've watched <laughs> Mythic Quest, well, actually, I'm all up to speed on Mythic Quest. Like I only associate her with that now. Yeah, same. Because <laughs> honestly, they all are like a bit more picky now with their performances. Troy, uh, Laura, and Ashley. Like they're not in every game like they used to be because they're yeah, they're well known yeah. and they slow and, down and, and and they can be more like picky yeah yeah um next up best game direction this i i like how they sort of put emphasis on these final two with the best direction and game of the year like apparently this best game direction is like a huge award like they mm-hmm. specifically like director, like, yeah. lumped it in with yeah. with game of the year which i think is really cool and the games nominated are elden ring god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west immortality and Stray. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean this seems I like s- a meh list to me. Like <laughs> people, people wow. probably think we're ridiculous. <laughs> uh, seems like there's so many other games out there that could have gotten nominated. And like we just keep seeing the same names. I mean, I would say Elden year, Ring, though. without without even playing Elden Ring, I know everything. Well, I don't know everything, but I know a lot that it brought to the table that was brand new and different. I think it's probably going to win. I think it's probably deserving of it. I feel like uh, God of War and Horizon Forbidden West are just more of the same, which isn't a bad thing, but it didn't really wow me. Immortality and Stray, I just don't even have an opinion on it, to be honest. What about you guys? John? Meh. Meh on all of them? <laughs> Immortality, I, mean, I have... Oh, sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, again, I so of this list for best game direction... I've played Horizon Forbidden West, and that's it. And that game bored me, so I don't really have any strong opinions here. But I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just operating under the assumption that Elden Ring is going to win like the vast majority. Every of Elden Ring is going to win every fucking yeah. category it's in. Yeah. Someone in our Google Doc put God of obviously God of War is going to win Game of the Year. I don't think that's even close to true. I think it's going to be Elden Ring. It's going to get like... Who said Elden, Elden, Elden Ring is going to be like The Last of Us 2 from two years ago. It's going to win like every goddamn category possible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Ragnarok will get swept under the rug. Yeah. I think people are just like high on like God of War Ragnarok just released it's new. less than yeah. a week ago. Yeah. And it's recency. Yeah, yeah, like right. it, they're like, oh, like that's it right now. I'm like, did y'all forget already what a huge deal Elden Ring was? Yeah. Like yeah. when it released, like I, I, I wouldn't be totally blown away if Ragnarok won, but if it either if 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 any game other than Elden Ring or God of War won, I would like 
I, I would be completely blown away. But it's going to be one of those two games, and I've got like ninety percent sure it's going to be Elden Ring. Yeah, it, you know, it sure. almost feels like it almost feels like the other the other ones are put in there just because they had to put four more games in the list. You know, not not like they even had a, a fucking chance in hell of winning. But let's get to the game of the year category, which is we got a Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <laughs> um, oh man, Xenoblade Chronicles making it to the game of the year list made me so happy yeah. just because I'm happy for the developer and Hopefully, like when people see stuff like this, they're like, "Man, that got nominated for Game of the Year. I need to play that." So I'm hoping that more people play Xenoblade because it's freaking awesome. And uh, I wanted to give an update on this podcast on how much, how far I am because I am at I think I'm at, at like the very end, John. Like probably, I, yeah. I I feel like I'm very very close to the end. I played for like three hours today. Um, oh, nice. So yeah. Brett's playing that at the pace I'm playing like a dragon. Like I got really far in like a dragon and then other games came out and I kind of like had to put it the back burner. So eventually I will beat that too. I believe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I believe. I've, yeah, I've, t- <laughs> I've taken my sweet time with Xenoblade and, and like, what's funny is like, I've consistently thought it's, it's, it's been my favorite game of the year, even though I haven't even technically completed it yet, <laughs> but there's just so many things about it that I like that. I'm just like, I mean, it's, it's already my favorite game of the year. Like, I don't think it's going to be topped unless freaking high on life changes my life. Yeah. Makes me feel like I'm high on life. Well, um, it is going to be an Xbox exclusive. I... So be- all bets are it blown your mind. Xbox <laughs> bias. <laughs> the Xbox bump. No, I, I but, do have uh, to say, I know we, I know we've already hit on this, but for me, it was, it was a pretty big bummer that Kirby got like completely oh, for real. Yeah. It, it was by far and away for me, my game of the year up until I played a plague tale. And then it was like, those two were neck and neck and it was up in the air. I didn't know which one for me it was going to be. And like to know that it wasn't that, that it wasn't even a nominee was like pretty, pretty, uh, pretty sad. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Stray above Kirby is a travesty, and we shall never talk about it again. No, I'm just kidding. But I think I'm personally offended by that. Yeah, <laughs> it is ridiculous. <laughs> Stray is so it, good. It, like, it, it, it's so so they have a pan. Okay, so they have like a panel of how many people that sit down and fight it out and say, okay, we have to all agree on six games, right? So well, how, it's voting. Yeah, it's, it's just, that's not so, how it works. But but how okay? But how many people? How many people are in this voting poll? Uh, I don't well, remember. the thing it's is, like over is 100 that, maybe? Yeah, it's over hundred from various websites and, and okay, so YouTube the, so channels. It's just so small. So that many people all had the same idea that Stray deserved to be a no, that's not game of the year. No, they, no, all, they, they, they didn't all have the same them. idea. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is that many people were voting for Stray for it to be. It in was the, the sixth six. highest voted. So right. Kirby might have been just below it, but we don't, we don't know. Um, but but that's that's what I mean. Maybe I'm not saying it the right way. But what what I'm saying is like how it got. Dude, high people are to freaking top six game. Love and Stray. Me. I don't get it. That's like I'm I'm just in shock that Stray has a game of the year nomination. That is wild. Yeah. Like, compared to the other games on the list, like Stray next to A Plague Tale, next to Xenoblade Chronicles 3, that's wild to me. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Who cares? 
It's not it's not a big deal either way. It really yeah. doesn't matter cuz none of the other games other than 2 are have a, sh- a chance in hell, so you know. I mean, if these if this list was exactly what I wanted it to be, it wouldn't even be fun to talk about. So I'm kind of glad that they're just bizarre putting stray in the game of the year category cuz now we have something to be angry over. But yeah. <laughs> like if it were all up to me, I would probably just give live a live game of the year just for the heck. I was gonna of it. say like, we would be live not alive. Even saying like does it deserve it? Like I don't know. I don't care. I've just arbitrarily decided that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, guys, this is basically the end of the show. Do you wanna ha- do you want to take a minute each to say what we're playing and or do you just wanna call it call it and head out? Yeah, Greg and I can bash Bayonetta quick. All right. Do Bayonetta real fast. Go for it, Greg. <laughs> yeah, one minute. Yeah, one minute. I'm putting on a timer. So, really enjoy. You know, I I would start by saying that Bayonetta three has definitely grown on me the more I play it. But for every positive that I see in the game, I tend to find something negative that I dislike about it as the game progresses. Whether that's character designs like Viola and her god awful hair, when I thought they <laughs> could do such a better job, then I find something like you know, some unique character or like you're in, you're a fucking train and you have some like badass club or I figure out you can up upgrade your weapons. And then I get to a, this like challenge section where the game just controls so horrid and just so clunky. And, you know, I'm at the level where um, I just finished the one where you, you are wading through the sand and it's just like a super frustrating experience. Um, you know, when all the other levels I'm able to explore and find new stuff and discover new things and start to care for the characters. And it's just, I, I'm having such a struggle with liking it that I'm like, I am I was thinking that it was going to go much further than just having... <laughs> I was waiting for a beeper or something. <laughs> I'll, I'll finish with this. I was waiting for it to get much further than a, a, a you know, a seven out of 10 or somewhere in that realm. But yeah. it's found its way to just stay there. And I'm I'm just kind of frustrated with that overall. I want to like it so much, and I'm still in the same spot I was when I started. I listened to all of that staring right at the 10 out of 10 on destructoid.com. <laughs> <laughs> but, and the uh, bugs. Uh, the bugs. But, uh, John, any Jake thoughts on that? Uh, 3. <laughs> yeah, so really. my attitude had been that I wasn't enjoying the game, but that I was going to just like, truck along through it anyway because i spent 60 bucks on it and i should try to get my money's worth but i played a level last night it was it was the first viola stage actually and like i just by the time i got to the end of that thing i was like i hate this game like i hate it top to bottom like playing it feels like a chore i don't enjoy any of it like at all so it's like i just are you quitting like i i think what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna make it like 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 a periphery game so to speak like maybe i'll play it like when i'm with family and i've eaten and there's not much to do but sit around i'll play a level of that game so So specific yeah so like the game is not a priority anymore i'll probably beat it in like january (laughs) because that's when i'll have that's when i'll have like chip damaged it to death over time so my enthusiasm for the game is dead um, I think it's so weird that I love Bayonetta two so much, and three is like, eh. yeah. And there's your timer. Now we go <laughs> he's like, on he's to like, that. That'll be my Tuesday at six forty three p.m. game yeah. if I ever decide to play one. <laughs> yeah, Mary, talk about what you're playing for one minute. Let's go. 
I am playing Have a Nice Death, which is a roguelike 2D platformer that looks like Death's Door and Dead Cells had a baby. It's really cute. Wow. It's really fun. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Um, other than that, I, I travel this weekend, so I get to play a lot of games. I just kind of booted up Genshin Impact because it was late one night, and I was like, I don't, I want to play something, but I don't know what to play. I was like, I can pick up and put down Genshin pretty easily. So have a nice death and uh, Genshin Impact. For my two nice genshin will win mobile game of the year i'm yeah i'm probably sure. waifu's yeah. Hunter. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> all right brett you got one minute and mary had 15 seconds to spare so i guess i'm not gonna give you an extra 15 seconds so just hurry up. <laughs> I, won't, I won't i won't need it because for the sake of time and for the fact that i haven't beat it yet so i'll give full thoughts on it later but up until now if there's one image that epitomizes my experience with God of War Ragnarok so far, just go ahead and Google search the Randy Marsh from South Park with jizz all over him. Dude, come on. You didn't have to say it. You didn't have to say the word. Of the last week with Demonetized. God of War Ragnarok, a.k.a. Right. Game of the Year 2022. <laughs> no. All right. No, I'll I got talk one about minute. it more once, that, once I'm actually done with it. Yeah, for sure. I am also playing God of War Ragnarok. I think it's pretty good so far. I'm enjoying it. I think the story is really interesting. The writing is so much, such a huge step above Gotham Knights. Cannot stress how bad Gotham Knights was. Jesus Christ, that writing was terrible. Bayonetta 3 had better writing than Gotham Knights, and that's saying something. Mitch but anyway, <laughs> but after playing God of War, <laughs> after, um, it just uh, just reminded me that, okay, uh, video games can have really good writing. And now I'm about to play uh, Pentiment, which will probably be even better, So, like writing-wise. So I'm excited to uh, to just get that uh, Gotham Knights stench off of me. Aside from that, I'm at the very end of Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It is my game of the year. I can't see God of War surpassing it but unless it really blows my mind. But uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is just an absolute masterpiece. I think everyone should play it. The characters, the music, everything is awesome. And aside from that, I started Persona 5 Royal out of nowhere just because I keep seeing it on the oh, Game Pass screen. And I think I'm going to play it through it. I really think I'm going to play it through the entire game and uh, before yeah. Persona 6, just like over the next year or so. And that's all. Um, I, lo I love on our Google Doc of games played, Brett's had like nine games. And it's like, Jesus Christ, Brett, is there anything you haven't played this week? <laughs> well, I, I didn't even talk about Ocarina of Time, which I also started. No, that's really I'm fun. saying you left games <laughs> off of your list. I didn't so talk many. about Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, we got to head out. Well, so we'll talk about Sonic more next week. We'll talk. Yeah. Hopefully, next week, guys, how about we just do a what we're playing episode? You want to just do that? So we can finally just talk about what we're playing or just stuff that's random. Does that sound good to you guys? Unless anything comes up that's like really big. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I highly doubt anything will, but you never know. But this see. has been Spot Dodge. Thanks a lot for hanging out. If you made it this far, if you're listening over on podcast services, be sure to leave us a review. Leave us a thumbs up on the YouTube video. Wherever you're consuming our content, we would really appreciate any type of engagement. It'll really help us out. And yeah, that's, that's all. Uh, shout out to Eric on the ones and twos for streaming the show from his supercomputer. And we will talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. Eric, you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> <laughs>